0: Welcome to this week's Screen site Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service, and in the studio with me this week is Drew Banks. She's our nutrition and wellness educator in our extension system here, one of, one of several, and uh, I always ask Drew to show up uh, this time of year because the holidays approach, um, certainly uh, uh, sports sports happens uh we have lots of things going on we eat kind of not so well sometimes during this time of year so i wanted to talk about um what what we are what we are calling the dietary guidelines and before we dig in how are you drew i'm fine thank you good great uh, so I know they keep changing things from time to time, and, and now I've been made aware of uh, the Dietary Guidelines for Americans for, like, 2015-2020. Yes. And uh, <laughs> so as if we need guidelines, apparently we do. Um, so what are these guidelines uh, here uh, for the for the typical American person?
1: Well, the guidelines are developed for two reasons, for both uh, the leadership leadership, such as in public schools and also for the average American. So every five years... the Department of Health and Human Services and the U.S. Department of Agriculture get together what they call the Dietary Advisory Committee. And this is a group of prestigious researchers in the field of nutrition and health and medicine. And they come together and take a look at the illnesses that have happened over the last five years and some of the foods and eating patterns that have improved people's uh, chronic illness situations. Illnesses such as uh, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, and so on.
0: Okay. So all those lovely folks that end up on this great big advisory group or committee, uh, uh, slim and trim and healthy. What do you think?
1: Well, I think so. I've not <laughs> seen them, but
0: <laughs> I'm, we, I'm going to imagine okay. them that way. Okay, we we would hope. <laughs> we would hope. Okay, are um, uh, are in all of this uh, this this recent addition here that we're looking at that you you talk about? Um, it, does it have a specific focus this time around? I mean, I uh, you know there's, you know, what's trending in, in food diets, in other words, what are they thinking about?
1: Okay, uh, yes, they do have a focus, and they don't necessarily follow the, the what's trending in restaurants, but uh, the focus really hasn't changed that much. It's still, the focus is still on whole fruits and vegetables, and it's still on getting plenty of what is called nutrient-dense foods, and so the opposite of junk food is (laughs) nutrient-dense. So those are foods that are high in nutrition and not so high in calories. Also, limit the calories from added sugar. Now, that's new. They focused on that a lot this year um, and for the next five years. And by added sugar, we're talking about uh, soft drinks, for instance, Um, of course, candy, cookies, and all that. But added sugars also in um, in the daily meal preparation. Just this is what we add sugars to our food. Saturated fat, of course, we know is linked with heart disease. So reducing saturated fat and sodium intake. A shift also to food and beverage choices that are improved. Some of the sports drinks are not really designed for the average person, and you see a lot of people walking around drinking sports drinks, um, and I'm, it's not really. A good choice because they're high in electrolytes and high in sugar too sometimes because as a for instance as a distance runner you would need those kind of nutrients but for someone who only walks from the sofa to the kitchen you don't need that kind of added um, (laughs) nutrition for health water would be enough water would be plenty (laughs) yes water would be enough
0: interesting interesting so we you mentioned added sugars do um, does the average meal when we're at home cooking I mean, are those recipes saying, you know, two cups of sugar and we should have one? Or when we're cooking like that, how do, how do we add into this bigger okay, picture? That's a good, or do, or that's do a good we question. get most of our extra sugar that we shouldn't be having from, as you say, soft drinks?
1: Well, we do, and from eating out. So uh, after 2015, uh, the research found that as Americans, we actually spent more money eating out away from home than we did on groceries and cooking at home. So the research says that we're getting a lot of that added sugar when we go out. You know, think about it. When you, when you go out for a, a nice meal, you may have an added dessert. But if you go out every other day or even five times a week and eat and you have a dessert each time you go out, that's a lot of added sugar. So we also grab a snack sometimes that is high in added sugar. And that's why the, the recommendation goes back to eating whole foods like an apple rather than apple juice or apple pie.
0: Okay, yeah I can I can uh, kind of remember myself just back towards the Halloween day the on the counter at the office was a dish full of the candy corns mm-hmm. I'd walk by and have one but I how many times a day would I walk by and only have one thinking I'm <laughs> okay. thinking I'm healthy well there well, there it was and near as I know that those things are all sugar yes yes completely completely sugar
1: completely sugar <laughs> okay
0: so um, in the uh, in the moments we have left here in this week's show, um, can you give us any sort of a, a, a quick summary?
1: Uh, yes, I think that if we continue to look at food as part of our gen- overall health and medicine routine, so Socrates, the famous philosopher said, uh, "Let food be thy medicine," and and, and that's a good. That's a good philosophy to have. So in general, eating whole foods, cl- foods that are closer to nature. Like I said before, instead of that apple pie, eat an apple. And they're even recommending that we cut back on fruit juices. People say, well, orange juice is good for you, right? So let me drink a half gallon here. But a half gallon is not good for anyone. So thinking more about whole grains, eating f- fruits and vegetables, green vegetables, um, and choices, making choices uh, from different cultural foods too. Okay, so um,
0: the farther we are—what I heard is the farther we are from processed foods, the better.
1: Yes, exactly. Okay, so
0: so while a quick dinner is necessary occasionally, uh, turn on the burner instead Mm -hmm. and cook something in the oven, and those kinds of things.
1: Yeah, we can make improved food choices even when we eat out. But normally, you know, I I think most people when they eat out, we think about a little splurge. So like I said eating a little splurge adds up if you do it you know five times a week so
0: I, I can see that I can see that drew this has been uh, again as always good news I mean we if, if we should always be thinking about what we eat we we I know um, you know, I guess all of us have that weight we end up at and seem to maintain that. It doesn't mean it's a good weight, uh, but it doesn't, you know, if you do it right, at least it doesn't get any worse. But we should really work on reducing those sugars, and it sounds like, I mean, that's their big deal.
1: Yes, and uh, added weight doesn't have to be a permanent condition. You know, we can work on c- continually getting that added weight off and reducing added sugars and fats Will help increasing exercise as well. Just
0: make good food choices and and better, uh, I guess, food prep type meals.
1: Uh, food patterns—they're calling it oh, actually. Oh, see that yeah, nutritious a, food patterns. There's the,
0: there's the trending words now: yeah. food patterns. <laughs> Drew, I appreciate the time this week. This has been Richard Henschel with Drew Banks, and we've been talking about the dietary guidelines for Americans. And as Drew noted, they 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 uh, work them over, revise them, update them about every five years. Yes. So we're. We're going to, apparently we're focusing on added sugars in the next five years. Yes, we are. You're going to see it often. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Richard Henschel. We'll be back again next week.